The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Motor Bunny, the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator that offers fabulous creative sexual experiences. We use it and it rotates, it vibrates, and it delivers mind-blowing orgasms. Enjoy Motor Bunny as your favorite sex toy. When you order the Motor Bunny, multiple attachments are included along with the link controller, which allows wireless control from anywhere. Motor Bunny is the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator on earth. Use the link in the show notes and spice up your sex life with a Motor Bunny. You're listening to Kinky Cocktail Hour a conversation between adults about sex-forward relationships, kinky lifestyles, and frank communication. If you're under 18, please stop listening and visit scarletteen.com. I'm Lady Petra, and my pronouns are she, hers, and we. I'm Safa Master, and my pronouns are him, his, and we. And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers! Cheers. It's Friday afternoon, and it's cocktail hour. And with Lady Petra out of town, she's at an event in Florida. I only know how to make one cocktail, really. <laughs> I make a gin martini, and it's a, probably the best cocktail in my view that we make it's a four to one ratio so it's four shots of tangeray gin in this case to a half shot of dolan dry vermouth and three shots of orange bitters and i let it sit in the glass and while it's sitting in the glass i carve myself a lemon twist and i put that in the freezer to hold its shape And then I stir the cocktail a hundred times to make sure it's nice and cold. And then I pour it into a cold glass. I squeeze, in this case, the lemon. Normally, I like to use an orange peel. But I squeeze the lemon peel over the cocktail glass. And I rub the rim of the glass with the lemon peel. And then I drop in my now easy-to-shape twist. And it's a beautiful drink. And it's perfect. If you're a cocktail person and you're a martini person, that for me is the very best martini on the market. It's a Tangeray gin martini. Highly recommend it. The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Slub USA, the world's strongest, most powerful male masturbator. Visit Slub USA at slub, S-L-U-B-B dash USA dot com. Today's conversation is brought to you by WeMinder, a behavior chart app for kinky couples like us. Learn more at WeMinder dot app. Okay. Story of O, chapter two, chapter part seven. Chart. Now, just to remind everybody, it's our part seven. It's not divided into parts. Correct. We're just dividing it into bite-sized chunks so <laughs> yeah. that we can actually work with the material. Right. Because she packs a lot into the different paragraphs she writes. Mm-hmm. And this is an interesting moment in O's 
experience because she's getting present to a part of herself now that is sort of out of Renee's direct control Mm -hmm. where she sort of reveals her inner predator coming back up Mm -hmm. in response to Jacqueline. So it starts off with her and Renee dealing with Jacqueline at work at work and Renee's introduced Renee's like, don't leave Jacqueline, don't leave. And she and Jacqueline Renee leave together. We don't know what happens in that environment. No, but like we kind of hear the synopsis over two months. Yeah. Of her dealing, which is interesting because we go two months of her dealing with this. Yes. But meanwhile, she's still with Renee and Sir Stephen, who knows what's going on there or if there is nothing going on because she does make it sound like with Renee ignoring her more and more has given her an outlet to go in the direction with Jacqueline. Right. Now, it's also noted that she feels that vibrancy and life because Renee paid attention to her for a minute. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, you know, it's kind of an interesting circumstance because she's definitely being handed off to Sir Stephen on one hand. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, she's getting a little attention from Renee and that intention enlivens her to pursue Jacqueline. But she only pursues her in her head. She doesn't actually physically pursue her. Correct. She's coming up against her own idea of how she pursued women in the past. Yeah. And what she's up to now. Right. And really distilling what it is about that, the chase or what have you, of the the same sex, basically. Yeah. And why, what motivates her? I thought it was interesting that she has kind of a dominant, construct you know oh yeah she wants the woman that she's with to be undressed she wants them to but she doesn't want to she be was, doesn't want to be undressed right and she always makes excuses to not be undressed mm-hmm. and she she wants to make all the advances yes she wants to make all the advances and she even rebuffs yeah their advances yeah so it's a very it's a one-sided one-sided experience it's mm-hmm. not it's it's not a like a loving experience. It's really no. More it's more of like exchange. a it's a power exchange, but it's more yeah. of a pawn of fawning over somebody. Yeah, but very one sided. Yeah, there's yeah. a curiosity for her right. in the beauty of these women because she talks about her having the taste of choosing the prettiest women around. Right. But then at the same token, she feels she's not. She's not that way. She's not anyone to look at. Right. You know, but yet. Because she gets, she is able to be what basically comes out dominant with women. Yeah. She then is able to be submissive with men. Right. And the way she, the author writes it is she has her cake and eats it too. Mm-hmm. So she gets to be self-expressed as a dominant. So mm-hmm. she's a switch. Mm-hmm. And then she gets to be submissive to Renee. Mm-hmm. Now, what's interesting is this whole exploration that takes months because you get through the winter into the spring. Mm-hmm. She even ends up bringing Jacqueline flowers. And then she's very dismissive of the way Jacqueline receives the flowers. Right. Like she falsely says, oh, are these for me? And then like, you wouldn't have to teach Jacqueline anything. She can just know how to stand and know how to Mm -hmm. be, you know, like she's very judgmental about her in many ways, Mm -hmm. but it's also not outside of her like imagined pursuit of her. Right. So it's an interesting personality quirk that she has to mm-hmm. be both dismissive of herself and also know that she can succeed in her pursuit and also feel secure in her bondage to Renee. Mm-hmm. 
And the section has an interesting end because she's looking for that bondage. She's looking for those instructions. She couldn't do it on her own. She could do it if she was instructed. Mm -hmm. And the instruction comes, but not from Renee, but from Sir Stephen. Right. And that's where that section And that's where we left it, which will be interesting to get into that section. Yeah. Yeah. It was an interesting uh, section. It's a lot of colorful (laughs) writing by the author to describe the beauty of Jacqueline and her femininity. Yeah. And how O is attentive to that. And then since O's a photographer too, she has a, a certain eye yeah. already. Yeah. So I think it's the colorfulness of the writing in that section is interesting because it, it sounds like an artist. Sure. You yeah. know. No, she writes about how her makeup and her costume looked like the winter, looked like the snow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, her eye eyeshadow did and her mm-hmm. lipstick did and her coat did and you know, it was just very interesting the way that she explored that. I just found the exploration of O's inner mind mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Because it really is, there's a certain experience that I identified with in her pursuit of women. Mm-hmm. Just that, that ability to just like, speak to them where they wish to be, mm-hmm. you know, that she has. She definitely has that in her pursuit of women, but she can translate it into the way she interacts with men, but but she shows up for men as the submissive, Mm -hmm. even though she's manipulative. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hmm. It's fascinating. Yeah. Anything else to say on it? No. I mean, it's... Yeah. It's not like it's... It wasn't very revelatory. No, but it was just an interesting section to read. Yeah. And we knew it was coming because they talked about her bisexual interests. So we knew something was going to unfold, but this really laid the groundwork. Yeah. Good. That's it for today. If you're interested in kinky relationship coaching, online domination, or if you'd like to sponsor the pod to keep it going, please visit our Patreon website at Lady Petra Playground. You can reach me via email at ladypetraplayground at gmail.com. Our music is composed and performed by Roger Ferguson, who can be found at rogerfergusonmusic.com. Till next time... Cheers!